Hey, thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I want to tell you I am so excited about today's message for many, many reasons, and you're about to find out why. Now, this is day 12 of our Lent season, and it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. This is a good series to use any time of the year because it is teaching us how to change our mindset and how to think more like Jesus. Now, if you know me or you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will know that um, I believe so strongly in the power of our words and how those things can change our lives. Now, if you've taken a moment and you've looked at my website, dianahudgens.com, you will read on there about the things I believe in when it comes to the power of our words. If you happen to get my business card, you can flip it over, and this is what is written on the back of it. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Proverbs 18, 21. Which words and thoughts will you choose, the positive words of life or the negative words of death? Those negative words steal, kill, and destroy life. The power of your life is in your words and your thoughts. So choose to speak them well and give life by speaking them well to and of other people. Be an encourager. As we continue to read Think Like Jesus, 40 Days to Creating a Miracle Mindset, I chose this because we had 40 days in Lent. And this is written by Chad Gonzalez. So the scripture for today is the words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Jesus knew his words were spiritual in nature and vessels of life. Our words can produce life or death, blessing or cursing, healing or sickness, prosperity or poverty. Jesus knew he was a possessor of the life of God, and one major way he released that life was through his words. Over the last few decades, there has been much said about the power of our words. Through the abundance of teaching, many have become so focused on the power behind death-filled words that they've forgotten the power behind the life-filled words. In any given situation, Jesus could speak and release the same life of God It's why Jesus could make a declaration of faith comprised of just a few words and miracles would take place. If we truly believed in our words like Jesus did, we would make a simple, concise command that actually meant something. I'm convinced the reason that many of us are so wordy is that we're trying to convince ourselves something is going to happen. I'll never forget this particular time I was ministering to a woman in a healing line. I placed my hand on her shoulder and said, Be healed in Jesus' name. She looked at me and said, That's all you're going to say? I said, What else is needed? She said, I just thought you were going to say more. I told her, Just check your shoulder. And she noticed that all the pain was gone. You see, she thought it was a lengthy prayer, that it needed that 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 is what would get the job done. However, all that was needed was a command of faith. Renew your mind to the power of your words, not just the death-filled ones, but also the life-filled ones. Instead of being concerned about not saying the wrong thing, you can speak with boldness the right thing 
and cause your world to change. When I was growing up, my mother used to tell me whenever I told her that I didn't feel well, she would say, well, fake it till you make it. And you know how you, you know, you're a kid, you're a teenager, you kind of like, oh, quit, you know, quit telling me that kind of stuff. But as I got older, I realized, you know, it, it really wasn't a sarcastic remark to make. It really was faith. Because you see, she was also telling me things like, well, smile at yourself in the mirror. Just keep smiling and it'll make you feel better. Well, these things were true. You know, by by changing the way I thought and, you know, I could look in the mirror and I could say, um, you know, I'm going to have a great day, you know, and not even smile. But then I start smiling and looking at myself and my mood changed. So I encourage you to do that. Um, you get up and you either, you know, fake it till you make it or you can faith it until you make it. So those things really did make a difference. And, you know, faith is about stepping out and believing it, even if you don't feel it, even if you're not believing it, you know, you're like, I kind of believe it, but you just start going through the actions of it because it says faith without the actions is dead. It's like I've shared with you in previous podcasts, particularly, um, episode five, that's my testimony. I would encourage you to please, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're going through, to listen to episode five of my podcast, because it shares with you that if you believe and you and you ask God to help you in that, and, and that is his will, you know, it's like he doesn't want you to go off and do something terrible. That's not going to be his will. If you know his will and you know what you're wanting is in his will, then you keep believing for that because he will not only give you that, he will give you so much more. Because there were times in my life that I had to stand in faith. I had to stand in faith so that those things would come to life. So it's like faking it until you make it. You're going through the actions, but it's really faith. So you go through the actions and you just keep doing it. You keep doing it. No matter what happens, keep doing it. Um, Like whenever my husband and I were separated a very long time ago, I prayed and I told you this in a previous most recent podcast that I was standing there at the at the sink in the kitchen doing dishes. And I asked God, you know, I know that you healed in the Bible, but I know you still can today. And I'm just going to ask you to heal my marriage. So when I did that, I had to put my faith in that. And I had to um, no longer let the anger that I felt take over. Like when he left, I like moved all of my clothes to his side of the closet. I had a big closet now. I had more drawers to put my stuff in. And, you know, I did all of those things. I took my ring off and all that. But God told me, if you're going to believe that I'm going to heal your marriage, you're going to have to change the way you think and the way that you speak. And so that's what I did. I moved my clothes over. I cleaned out the drawers. I made room for him to come home and I put my ring back on. And everything I kept doing was in um, faith that God was going to do what he says he's going to do because he believes in marriage and all. And he had made that uh, the answer very clear to me, as I told you before in that podcast. So this is what I'm saying. You know, you have to show your actions with your faith. So the confession for today is the words I speak produce life and power. The words I speak 
produce life and power. And they do. I mean, it's exciting to see it unfold. Even though you're heartbroken or you're frustrated and all those things going on, if you want them to change, that's how it's going to happen. The scripture reading for today is in Proverbs. It's Proverbs 12, verse 13 through 22. And I will play that for you right now. What the wicked construct finally falls into ruin, while the roots of the righteous give life and more life. Wise people take advice. The gossip of bad people gets them in trouble. The conversation of good people keeps them out of it. Well-spoken words bring satisfaction. Well-done work has its own reward. Fools are headstrong and do what they like. Wise people take advice. Fools have short fuses and explode all too quickly. The prudent quietly shrug off insults. Truthful witness by a good person clears the air. But liars lay down a smoke screen of deceit. Rash language cuts and maims. But there is healing in the words of the wise. Truth lasts. Lies are here today, gone tomorrow. Evil scheming distorts the schemer. Peace planning brings joy to the planner. No evil can overwhelm a good person, but the wicked have their hands full of it. God can't stomach liars. He loves the company of those who keep their word. So as you can see, your character lies within your words and your actions. And Jesus, we want to be more like him. We have to be careful what we say, how we say it, how we think and how we live. So this evening, just examine a lot of those areas of your life, journal them, think about them, pray about them. And we will see you tomorrow on day 13. We're going to talk about fellowship and revelation. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for being here.